Brothers and sisters, I think it's time to go back to St. Manuel and continue with some of his inspirations. Today we're dealing with the theme of, of Christ in the Eucharist, exhaling power. There's just power coming off of him because he's the creator, he's God. His presence is not passive in the blessed sacrament, it's active, it's alive, because it's him. He's alive and active. As the scripture says, the word of God is alive and active. And who's Jesus? The word of God. And so when we come before the tabernacle, we are transformed. Because Christ is exhaling power from, from just being with him. And, and, and St. Manuel gives a striking image, uh, which we're going to see now, um, that whether we're there or not, he, he is there. <laughs> when we leave Jesus in the blessed sacrament, doesn't mean he stops to exist where he is. He's not only present because we are present. He is. This is just the truth. The books in your, the books on your shelf or the things in your kitchen, they're there when you're there or not. And so the Lord is, is, is faithful no matter what to, to this presence, to this abiding permanent presence. As long as the Eucharist is there, he is there. It's him. So he says, as the water in the stream gives off freshness and moisture, although nobody approaches it, its banks, or as the rose breathes forth perfume, although nobody gets close enough to smell it, in the same way, the heart of Jesus in the tabernacle, abandoned and alone, is always exhaling power. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful image to think of that. Let us stop and ponder these words. They will increase our faith trust and joy. The gospel will teach us the same Jesus who then walked through the streets and squares and who now lives in the tabernacle is the source from whom power flows. When? The gospel neither indicates a time nor puts limitations on it. Power was coming forth from Jesus always, whether he stepped forward to touch the coffin of the dead young man of Nain to raise him up, or when he was with the crowd pressing in upon him in order to listen to him. In the same way, when he was born, he brought to his crib the angelic canticles from heaven and the loving gifts of the shepherds and kings. And at his death, darkness came over the whole world. Whole land, tombs were opened and rocks were split. Power came forth always from Jesus Christ. What kind of power? The gospel has given me the grace of explaining to you the nature of that power. How much we owe to the gospel. He healed. So here, St. Manuel will go on to just marvel over the healing power of Christ. That, you know, does this strike us? Now, of course, the greatest healing that the Lord has come to do is a, a giant exorcism. The, to cast Satan out, to cast the, the evil forces that, that seek to parasite itself on good. And he, he has come to obviously restore our souls into the kingdom of God, which is which ought to, to be partakers in God's very nature by grace. And that's what it means to be in the kingdom, to, to be in Christ, to, to participate in the very life of Christ, what he has always enjoyed from the source of his very being, the Father, for all eternity. And, and he comes to share that life, which is power of love, the power of, Holy, of the Holy Spirit with us. Jesus Christ as God has the capacity for many kinds of powers to come forth from him. It was not the power's creator 
as ruler, as judge that came forth from him. It was the power of healing. That is the power which has an exquisite fragrance and which was spread around by him who was blessed, who was the blessed fruit of the Immaculate Mother. To heal, he was a physician who went looking for the sick, not the healthy, but for sinners, not the just. Our poor nature was in such need of that power. He knew also that he was coming into a world where many are sick in body, but where all are sick in soul. Is this power destined to reach many? This is not a power for just one person, once a year, as in the pool of Bethsaida. It isn't a power for the men of one age or of one town. Don't be afraid. This power is for everybody. It is for everybody, for all times and for all people. But where will I find him now? So where, just let yourself be posed by that question. Where will I find him now? Well, we find him in the most privileged, special way in the Eucharist and in the tabernacle. But, and I'll add here, we find him obviously, and this is a very challenging truth. You could almost do a whole Lenten reflection as well on the indwelling of, of the Holy Spirit in the soul that sometimes we forget is a real presence. Um, and that, in fact, it's the, the presence of God that is that we could say is most closest to us and most immediate to us. Um, but the difference with the Eucharistic presence is obviously Jesus is there substantially present where his body um, is present um, in, in this mysterious way. And so the two presences feed each other. But anyway, he goes on to say, Christian tabernacles, come and give the answer and the assurance my soul seeks. Tell her that yes, that Jesus, the Jesus of that power still lives and he lives very close to me, near my home in the tabernacle. Tell my soul and all the souls that would like to listen to that same Jesus of Nazareth. Nazareth. 